What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Krista Salams, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in, say hello. Wow, great to be back. It's been a nice... I can't believe it's been three weeks. It's been off, but... Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Good to be back. Good to be chatting again. You love to see it. We both got busy lives. It's the summer. Nothing's going on. Um, yeah, a whole lot of nothing. We waited three weeks and still not much has happened, but some things have happened. Um, Are you trying to tell me in the three weeks and in the two weeks that Kevin Weeks tweeted that the Islanders had four, <laughs> four moves, moves incoming, the Islanders have done nothing? <laughs> you know, I'm just expecting Kadri to trot out in blue and orange in September and call it a day. It's just like, I'm not, I don't even want to get into it because I, after my, I complained last week, three weeks ago, sorry, nothing has happened. Like you said, it's like, to a point, it's like Lou's trying to be all secret. Like, ooh, where's Kadri going? And at this point, it's like, okay, it's no, he's obviously going to the Islanders. Like, it's so obvious, but that's okay. Nothing's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it, he's going to end up on this, a random team. It's like, oh, they're never going to announce it. And then, like, opening night, he ends up on, like, Dallas Stars. Yeah, what if what if this is some like long con by a GM to like get at Lou? Be like, ha, everybody thinks he's going to you. Wrong. Stars. Jim Nil. I'm, I'm kind of subscribing to that theory. Be kind of funny. I yeah, I kind of at this point just want him to go to a random team just because one, it would be funny, and two, it would you know prevent the Islanders from having more center depth, and especially like yeah. someone like Audrey. But um, yeah, like it's just so <laughs> it's just so strange that like the Islanders have legit spent the summer doing nothing, like no leaks, zero, nothing. The only thing that has come out of this summer for the Islanders is that picture of Lou at dinner. There is one other thing: they signed Jeff Kubiak. To a two-way deal. The Stanley when Cup the- parade is on. This was in like, well, I think it was like late July or something like that. Jesus I, Christ. Because I, I, I remember tweeting something about like Anders Lee passing the cup to Jeff Kubiak. Just some stupid stuff. But it's a tough life out here. It's not fun at all. But No. Like it's, it was, it's, it's like it's, it just like ruins like being a fan. Like I get it, I guess, to a certain extent. But like. It just ruins being a fan. Like you want things to talk about. You want to understand what the roster is going to look like in September. Like all the other teams know. People are signing. Yeah, it's TOs. Yeah, it's pretty much like set in stone. Who's like, who's going where? Who is like at their new team or who's staying yeah. with their team? Everything's pretty much set in stone. Like, and what's crazy with the Kadri thing? Because um, we were just talking about this before we mm-hmm. um, actually started recording. Is like. It's, I don't want to say safe to assume, but like, I would say there's probably a ninety percent chance he ends up on Long Island. It's just a yeah, matter of like when, when, when they. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say ninety percent is about right. I, it's just a matter of like when they announce it at this point, and um, yeah, I, I just, I just don't know why, like. There's no point in holding everything so close to the vest at this point because, like, at who's point, going? Yeah. Who's going to swoop in and like fuck the Islanders on a, on a cadre, you know, contract? Because because at this point, it's like every team pretty much again knows who's on their roster, who's going to be yeah. on their roster, and they're just starting to focus on like, oh, preseason's going to open up soon because I'm pretty sure preseason games start in what like a month, less I think, probably a little bit less at this point. Yeah, so it's like you're you're gonna you're gonna have games coming up soon. You're you, you want to see you know who who's gonna be who's gonna make your roster. Um, yeah. 
out of like rookies and stuff, PTO guys. It, it just doesn't make any sense that everything what Lou is doing just makes zero sense. I I, I don't I don't <laughs> get it, and it's kind of just like this old guard like hi oh, you gotta oh, keep 100%. your moves close close to the chest it's like bro you're in it's it's we're almost in september like august yeah. is almost over we have we have two literally two weeks from now is the last day of august what the fuck are you doing like why are, yes. why why not just announce these things like like are you telling me there is such a hold up in contract negotiations with Kadri that you still haven't gotten it done like come on where else is he gonna else, go yeah my thing is like if i'm a gm in the nhl and like Wu, I would guess, is trying to hold his salary cap close to his chest and like to, to get some leverage to make sure teams don't s- screw them out of a trade for maybe Beauvillier, get like a cheap return. If I'm a GM, I'm like, okay, Wu, like, I understand, like, you're trying to get rid of Beauvillier for cap for like reasons. Like, I know the contract isn't filed, but like, I know what's going on, dude. Like, I just, it's just frustrating. I mean, I get it, but it's just like, just, but dude. also, too, like, does he not understand that like most, teams have access to the internet have access to like cap friendly and can just see what the islanders cap situation is and yes this is 2001 anymore (laughs) take and take a wild guess at like oh okay they're probably going to sign him for this he they can't sign him for this they're they're, it's going to be tight if they try signing him for this so who are they going to move okay let's see oh they'll probably move pavillier or someone or or, barely yeah yeah like it's it's you're not fooling anyone. So just exactly. make a goddamn move. So we have something to freaking talk about. <laughs> I mean, we do have some things to talk about, but it's like not I feel I feel like this season, comparative to last season, has been so Rangers focused. It's like, like it totally flip flopped. It, it completely totally flopped. We I mean, like towards all the, like, Islanders we, last season. There were like there was Rangers things to talk about, but it was more like soap opera drama all that stuff there wasn't like (laughs) what's going on like with the team like competitively and like who are they bringing in and stuff and like that's gonna be the trend for the or yeah so like the rangers aren't gonna make any big moves or big splashes the next like three years like two three years they're not gonna do anything like the team that we're looking at now is the team that's like the cup run is this like the tech yes did they have a a cup run last season and yes, they did. But like ne- now, the window, I think it was a smidge open, and it was just like make the playoffs, see what happens. Cool, we made it to the finals, and yeah. we were we were essentially one game away. If if we didn't blow a two nothing lead, we probably could have made the finals, and could have probably maybe. Um, but now it's like the window's not a smidge open. The window is we're that bitch is open, so. <laughs> We got to make the most of it, and this is the team for the next at least three years. So you got to yeah. figure it out. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just so weird, like how things flopped or flip flopped right? um, the, like, the way they have. But one thing I wanted to say quickly before we we, we go back to that was it, it's just also strange to me that like Kadri, you, I don't think anyone would disagree with this, but he was definitely like a top. 10 free agent this summer like i would say he was top five maybe i would almost is there anybody i'm missing i would say he's almost oh who am i missing goudreau i'd say he was top three there's probably somebody like i was, can't think of he was a huge fish in this uh yeah, market 
Top two, top three for sure. And he still isn't signed anywhere. Like he is not playing. So like right, as of right now, he is not playing next season. What is, like, what is he thinking right now? Like does he tell? Like does his does his wife know? Does his, do his friends know? How has nobody gotten a little leak out of anybody? Like you're telling me that Kadri's neighbor doesn't know anything? Has Kadri bought a house on the island? Some realtor must know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know how nothing's leaked yet. It's just very, very strange and very annoying because it's like, from a fan perspective, you kind of know something's eventually going to come out. It's just a matter of when, and you're just kind of like, why haven't you said anything? Because it's like, yeah. from a team perspective too, from just like a money perspective, I imagine the Islanders' owners are like, we would like to start selling Kadri jerseys. Like that is money that's being that's left on the table. Great point. <laughs> like, great point. We would love to start selling jerseys and merch and memorabilia and like plan nights and stuff. And nah, they'll just sell a- crew necks for hundred eight dollars and <laughs> t-shirts for ninety dollars. Assholes. Like like there's there's a money aspect in this too that like they're just missing yeah. out on. And I I can't believe that like the I mean you sent you we, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago I think it was a video of one of the owners or the owner of the yeah. owners like you gotta trust the process with Lou and it's like at this point he's probably like grinding his teeth he's like God damn it I shouldn't have trusted the process I'm just I'm just pissing away money now at this point it's just and like you would think that signing Kadri he's a big free agent it's probably gonna get you. Couple more season ticket sales, maybe not that many, but at least, dude. Especially since they were what three weeks last time we recorded, they were fucking. They were like, if you're a season ticket holder, if we win the Mega Millions, <laughs> your season tickets are on us or whatever the fuck no. the deal was. It's like, you, I think, you think if you made if you signed him before then, people would have been like, oh, I actually want to go to games now, or I'll even buy like a mini season ticket package where it's like I'll go to six thing. game. They weren't doing that, and then. I guess a lot of people, it's so much harder to get there. They jacked the price up 50, uh, double pretty much from the Coliseum. So they had only fulls available. Then I think in about early summer, they dropped it down to, you could, oh, you, you get half game plans, you get 20, 21 games. And now they're doing quarter game plans. So I think it's like they lost a lot of season ticket holders just because it's just harder to get to and it's more expensive. Like they just priced a lot of the, the OG Islanders out. So. Also, like, we're in what some would say is, like, a mini recession, too. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. you you think you'd work with fans a little bit more because of that. It's, like, obviously, people are hurting right now. Mm-hmm. And financially, it's, like, yeah, I'd love to be a season ticket holder. But, like, you know, everything is expensive. Gas is costing me $75. <laughs> and New York taxes, I, I am just getting my ass chewed out <laughs> by that so i'll pass on the season tickets because it's going to cost yeah. me my both my legs my kneecaps <laughs> and my eyesight in order to go to these games exactly Kevin's tv just just went berserk yeah pretty much <laughs> whack commercial over here <laughs> i just saw like a, a flash a of red green blue i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> but yeah uh Sans Kadri, which I'm sure we'll find out eventually. Uh, a few little tidbits. Um, I mean, nothing too crazy. Uh, Rangers finally have a captain again for the first time since 2018. Uh, Jacob, Jacob. Jacob, Jacob. Uh, uh, future Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. As uh, as is written, so as it is shall written be. As is written in the stars. 
<laughs> exactly. Nice, nice little reference there. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, but yeah, no, they named him. They named him Captain while I was on vacation. Yep. And um, I texted you about this. I was really happy that I was on vacation when this happened. Oh, because it was over dramatic. Shocker. Yeah, apparently there were some people like all the. I didn't. So I didn't realize this. I had, I had to listen to a couple of Rangers podcasts and stuff. But apparently there was like. It wasn't like there, there were some people who were like, why wasn't it cried or da, 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 da. And then there were people who were like the, the, the Jacob Truba fans, which apparently are, there are way more than yeah, there's a lot. We, know, we, we know of. They were like, this is awesome. And it was cool. It's fine. Like he's, he the seems like he's a good locker. On it. Like exactly. People don't understand what it means to be a captain. Like there's a reason like Derek McKenzie was a captain and Willie Mitchell was a captain. Like it's not the best player on your team. It's mm-hmm. not always going to be McDavid. It's like it's like an Anders lead too. It's like he's not the best player on the team, but you need a leader. Like, wh- like what do you expect? Like, yeah, Panarin's the best player in the team, probably. Technically, it could be Fox or Shostakin. I guess that's a moot point, but Panarin's probably your best forward for sure. And he doesn't. He he's not like the best like English speaker, so he's not. He's not the best it. English speaker, and he's not the guy who's gonna go in the locker room and be like, "Strap up, boys. We're down one goal exactly. in the third period." Like. We just 20 minutes, let's fight, you know, let's make smart plays, let's make the right plays, let's get in there. No, that's that guy is gonna be Truba. And and and, and it's like to to your point, um, and we went back and forth about this. Exact the, the players voted. They voted last year and um they they voted Truba last year. And I'm not entirely sure what happened. I don't know if it was like the, the so they had for, for like the first time, I think, ever, um the Rangers decided to do a press conference that they actually had on cable. So you could have watched it on MSG, on their YouTube, uh, on their Twitter. I don't think it was on Instagram or anything, maybe on their Facebook too. But like they had a live stream of the press conference, um, like after Truba was announced as captain. And like they had Drury was there and Gallant was there and, um, and, uh, and Truba was obviously there and they were answering questions and doing some stuff. And Gallant made like a weird comment like, oh, you know, we didn't want to name a captain last year because like we didn't know we didn't like know who was going to get moved or or whatever. And it was just kind of like weird because it was um, I think you're muted. I didn't mute myself. I think it was a lot of the turnover with the firing and everything that happened in the spring with Tom Wilson and stuff. And yeah, you know, I I don't think anyone was going to get moved it, it just seemed like a weird thing i think he was i don't know like where he was coming from or why he made the comedy made but it was just like back yeah. to what we were talking about like the players voted last year for truba and the the team ultimately decided to not name a captain and just run with um six alternatives this year again they voted for truba. the guys six is unbelievable <laughs> they voted for truba again so they had to name him captain this year i think after the run and everything they feel very confident in the team and like i said like they know this is the team going forward so it's like you have your captain you have your two alternatives in savannah jad and Kreider, most likely so it's like mm-hmm. you know and, and you might alternate between you know alternate captains maybe panarin gets in on the road or whatever who, who cares mm-hmm. um but um, There's nothing yeah, they, more they, peak hockey Twitter than a bunch of people, whether they be teenagers, older people, middle-aged people, doesn't matter who they are, thinking they know better than people who have been in the game like Gerard Gallant has for so long. And 
these guys wouldn't even sniff an NHL locker room. Neither yeah. would we, you and I, but I think we understand the nature of the thing. It's like, you don't know anything about what goes on in there. Like, it's just so infuriating to even have them comment on it. Be like, oh, I can't believe Drew was named captain. It should be X, Y, Z. It's like, shut up. It's just, yeah. It makes me so you're, mad. You're, you're, yeah, you're not there. You don't know what's going on in the locker no. room. You don't know what's going on in the practices. You don't know what's going on in games um, outside of just watching it. You don't yeah. know what, who's saying what on the bench. So it's like, just accept that it happened. Just accept that. I think the biggest thing, and I'm not saying this because like it's set in stone. They're, they're going to trade Kreider, but we had been alluding to this that like they're going to eventually have <laughs> like, they're they're going to eventually have to move some contracts around, or like mm-hmm. they're just going to have to let some younger guys go yeah. at a certain point. But like if they want to keep some younger guys around and and move someone who's making a lot of money. Um, Chris Kreider like eventually becomes that guy where it's like you're making a lot of money. You're in your mid thirties yep. at this point, like three or four years from now. Um, so he becomes way more of a, a his contract becomes way more it becomes the contract you're going to eventually move on from if you're looking to move on from a contract. So, but yeah. you know, like I said uh, in my in my Twitter statement, you know, it, congrats to Truba, good for him. He'll do great. It's someone the guys wanted, so. You know, if, if it's what the team wants, I'm cool with it. Yep. Um, just just go and win a cup now. It's like, who cares? Just just you name the captain and win a cup. Hope not. <laughs> uh, not. All I know it, is it, that I sent you the TikTok. There was this new little AI generator on TikTok. It's a filter. And somebody typed in 2023 Stanley Cup champions, and it was blue and orange. Could it be the Oilers? Maybe. But I choose to believe that it's your New York Islanders. So, Or it's the Flint Firebirds. <laughs> I will see you in June. I will be parading down Hempstead Turnpike, belligerent. And if you have the time of my life. So I'll see We're you going then. to Borelli's. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um Something yeah, no, it was it was it was good for him. Something we didn't get a chance to to talk about. Uh, this is a, probably not even probably. This is really, long ago. <laughs> this is really old news. This happened right. I think I I'm not even joking. This happened the day after we recorded. I three think you right. Ago. Of course it does. Um, what else? Is uh, that that Capo Caco. Uh, I cried about it on the podcast. I was worried <laughs> that like why hasn't he been re- re-signed yet? What's going on? And and this just proves that crying works. Putting your woes <laughs> into the universe works. Uh, he signed a, a little bridge deal, which is what we expected. Uh, yep. So two years, two point one million. Um, totally fine. I don't really yeah, have any. I don't really have any thoughts. Three weeks removed now. Um, you got to see what it's, he does this year. This year is a big step for a guy like Kako because it's like, I think, to be fair, I'm trying to be unbiased here, gen- genuinely. I think in terms of his draft pedigree, I know he's had some injuries. I think he's been a little underwhelming. So I no, think he's this, been very underwhelming. This third year is a he is like, okay, man, like you really like end of your ELC, you got to take a big step here. Like it's got to happen. Maybe not yeah, like uh, a, we're not talking point per game, but like if you get 55, 60 points, that's that's exactly what you want, I think. Yeah, I'd love that. I mean, um, let me just pull up the stats real quick. Um, his first year, he played 66 games, super underwhelming, 23 points. Uh, in the shortened season, 17 points. Last season, 18 points in 43 games. He played less games last year than he did the year before. Yeah, so, I mean, nice. like, he's definitely had an injury bug. So, it's like if he could play up to 76 to 79 games, let's say, give or take, he misses a few. 
um, due to maybe like some soreness or, or whatever. Yeah, 50, let's he plays, 50 points? Let's play, yeah, let's say he gets to 45 to 50 points. I'd be very happy with that. I, I think that's a step in the right direction. especially. And I think a lot of people um, – forget how young he he is yes he's been this is yeah. yes gonna be this is gonna be his fourth season but it's like he's only he's still only gonna be 21 at the beginning of the season so it's like impressive <laughs> i am i am not ready and willing to move on from him oh, same absolutely with like not yeah and i think i mentioned this on the last podcast when he wasn't signed like if you if you move on from him and you trade him and then he goes somewhere else you don't you don't want to be the team like we say it all. I say it all the time. Like the Zabanajad trade is one of the greatest <laughs> leases in like the the 2010s or the late 2010s. Hundred oh, percent. Like it's 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 it was a fleece of a trade, and you don't want to be the team six eight years removed. You're the Ottawa Senators at this point, and you're trading away this young player, and then he goes somewhere else and has like a fucking ninety point season, and you're like, oh, well, why we we shouldn't have done that. Exactly. Um, so it's you like gotta, I'm happy. You gotta hold on to for another few years. I mean, for sure. It's you gotta see the end of this deal. And if you know, if this year he gets to 50 points, and then next year he's fit between 50 and 60 points, I think for a, a forward who's 23 at that point, you're happy with the production, and you still think, you know what, he's got, he's at least got four to five more really good years. So why am I gonna give up on someone who's a 55 to 60 point scorer? He's got if, three years if, until he hits the white potential in NHL 23. So he's got a few <laughs> more years of medium top six potential, I would say. Yeah. And I think, you know what? And, 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 I, and I think this year he's going to um, – he's going to have a, a really big uh, jump in point production and everything because it's like he's going to be on that second line most likely because you're not going to play – Krav at at that second line right winger so it's like he's going to be playing with Panarin more regularly and and like we said a while ago he's going to be playing with um Vincent Trocek who was putting was putting up Ryan Strom numbers without an Artemi Panarin so it's like now that you have a guy who's better than Ryan Strom Artemi Panarin and and a kid who's looking to really kick down the door and make a name for himself and really cement himself as your second line you know, right winger and prove to everyone that's been saying he's a bust at this point. Cause that's what a lot of people are saying that he's not a bust. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And you know what, if it continues where he can't even sniff 30 points, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> then at the end of that two years, you just go, you know what? Like it, it, it is it, what it, it is. Just, it just, he's just one of those guys where it didn't pan out. It, it sucks, but you know, it is, it is what it is at this point. You just, you just get exactly. rid of him and, and you, you move on. But um, happy to have Capo around for another two years. Uh, glad I get to still wear my Kako jersey and and uh, be proud of watching my son play. So um, <laughs> very happy about that. Um, and something we were talking about before the podcast started was uh, not really like discussing World Juniors, but um, I just saw like an, an Othman uh, highlight where he just kind of like crushed a dude because uh, the world juniors is going on and TSN's always tweeting, which is Canada weird, highlights. By the way, um, it's just like it doesn't have the same like pizzazz to it now that's happening in like August, which I understand why they did it because they had all those problems up in the bubble, I guess, technically, which was just a terrible idea to start with. But it just like it doesn't have the same like to it as it would in December, you know? But yeah, 100%. Um, but we, we were 
um, discussing uh, like Othman this year has really only two choices. And I, I think the Rangers really only have two choices. It's he plays on your, he plays on the team and you burn that first year of ELC because he's on your team. Well, not really because he has to play nine games, but um, I still think he would probably, you're probably going to burn the ELC um, or go back to, to, to juniors. Not even, not even, you can't play in the minors, can't play in the eight. He can't play for the Wolfpack. He's got to go back to juniors just based on how the CPA is structured and everything. So it's like, same thing happened to to Cooley this year. You know, he he couldn't play in the in the minors for the Rangers, and I, I think he really would have thrived in benefited. the NHL setting. Yeah, yeah and, and benefited tremendously. Anything and happened the same to thing Dobson. Like, yeah, he wasn't ready for necessarily ready for the NHL. He got some games just because of injuries, but like he needed to be in the AHL. But it was like, do we want to just have him? Much like Othman, I think at this point, like you go down, you're almost twenty, you're playing against sixteen year olds. It's like. You're going to dominate these guys. You're going to get lazy. You can skate better than them. You have the better puck skills, the better awareness, better smarts than them. It's like, then you're going to get to the NHL. It's like, oh, crap. I'm, now I have all these bad habits that we got to fix. So, like, they had Dobson stay with the team. He practiced with them. And he kind of played, like, I think 15 to 20 games, which is, like, still a decent amount. Burned a year of his ELC. But, like, I think it's better if you have the roster space to do that than – to have them in the CHL, but I think it's a bit more tricky with a forward than a defenseman. I think it's easier to carry an extra defenseman like that than is carrying an extra forward, in my opinion. But it's a tough call either way. I just look at their forward depth, and it's like it makes sense to carry him, have him practice, and you know if you're not liking, um, because I'm trying to think, it's that left wing is going to probably be Kreider, Panarin. Uh, Blay, and maybe Goodrow. So it's like you know, if if Blair Goodrow is having an off night, or there, or, or or something happens with one of them, you know, Blay's coming off of an a, a, a an ACL injury. So it's like you know, mm-hmm. you might not, yeah, he got taken off of the IR, but it's like if he's still not ready to go, he's not in game shape to start the season, and he should be. But you know, in in a world where you know you don't think he's hundred percent ready, it you know, early on and the Rangers have a tougher schedule. It, it would kind of be like uh baptism by fire for, for Offman, but you know, it, it could, you know, you, you get <laughs> some, is it not? What is it? Trial, trial, trial baptism, trial, whatever. <laughs> I'll take a minus I get, one. I get what you're saying though. I mean, it's, it's just such a tough, it's, it's one of those prospects where it's like, you're just kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, but. You kind of just got to do what you got to do. I think it's better to play him in the NHL, but you really don't see it happen too often. I do have to admit, like, I think Dobson was a pretty rare example, but I think it could happen with Dobson. I think he's a prime candidate for it, but it's just so tough I, I, to gauge. And I think just the, the, the where I'm going with the point is that um, uh, he's having such a good world juniors. It makes too much sense for him to, to – it doesn't make too much sense for him to go back to the to juniors. He's he's having such a good tournament right now. They're probably looking like, oh, uh, you know what? That's a good you know extra forward to have on the team. So I mean, we'll yeah, see what he happens. Could, but he could just impress a camp and make the team. That's the other thing too. I think he was one of like. <laughs> I I also it's you got to take it with a grain of salt. He was their first round pick last year, and I think he was one of like the last cuts. I think they just wanted to to see what they had with him, and they knew he was going back to juniors. So it's yeah. like. It wasn't anything special, but like this year, if he's around and 
he's he's still he's still playing he's still in uh, on that uh that you know that camp roster before they they mm. make all their cuts um that final cut it's it's really like that's that's a really hard decision do we keep him and and we'll figure it out as the season goes on or or do we take a risk send him down to juniors and hope he doesn't develop bad habits so when yep. he does come up the next season um you know i i there's there's probably more good keeping them on the main roster, but I can understand why they wouldn't do it. But yeah, uh, it's it's exactly. kind of like the same thing with 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 Rati too right now. Yeah, he's having a good World Juniors too, man. I mean, geez, it's it's the Islanders really needed this one. I mean, I think he's cooled down a bit now, but through three games, he had eight points in the World Juniors. Like, it's really impressive. I mean, he's a second round pick, fifty second overall. The guy in the Luddy trade. I mean, the Islanders really need a steal like this to work out. With the quality of their prospect pipeline, like Roddy at one point, like we always talk about a year and a half ago to, well, it's a bit over that now since he's been around for years. So two and a half years ago, he was almost a number one pick in that 2021 NHL draft. I mean, he was a really highly regarded prospect and he slipped a lot just because I think partially he was in a bad situation um, in Liga under his coach. But then when he got under Ole Jokinen, he was... He was firing on all cylinders, and he looks really good here. I mean, he's a bit older than some of the competitors, but, like, he's looking really good. Um, I don't think he makes the team just because there's obviously – talk about center depth, just add another one to the mix. I think he gets stretched to the wing for sure, but, like, I don't know if there's a spot for him this year, but if he could have a solid year in the AHL, be the first call-up, I'd be fine with that. I mean, I just really hope he pans out, man. They We just so desperately need it with the – state of our prospect pipeline, seeing especially that we haven't had a first-round pick in three years. And the one before mm-hmm. that was Simon Holmstrom, who's like, he's all right. He's nothing special, I don't think. But, man, if Roddy panned out uh, – sorry, it's Atu Ratu. Um, my bad, uh, weirdly enough. But I'm really hoping for the best, man. He would be quite the addition to the team. He looks like he's got really good senses. He's got a quick shot. He's a competitor, which is really nice. Um, I was watching his game today. But I've really only seen highlights. This was the first time I really sat down and watched him um, when they played Germany, which is not the best competition. But he's he's forechecking. He's battling on the boards. He's smart. I mean, you hope the Islanders find a gem. It'd be really nice for once. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, is his name really Atu Ratu? Yeah, Atu Ratu. <laughs> Pretty sick name. I mean, I think a lot of people are hoping he makes a team, but I just – I. I can't see it this year as much as I'm hoping he just has a really good camp, competes a little bit, and then we see what happens from there. Um, I'm just pulling up his stats right now. He So he played two games in Bridgeport last year. Didn't get a point, but he looked pretty good. He had four points in six AHL playoff games. That's pretty damn good. Um, 40 points in 41 games in the Liga, which is very impressive as an 18-, 19-year-old. I mean, he's looking solid, man. Uh, it would be really nice, that's for sure. Um Hopefully he's an Islander for a long, long time, but I guess we'll see. I think this training camp is going to be a big indication of what the team thinks of him. Um, I almost just said what Barry Trotz thinks of him, which is kind of nuts, by the way, that Barry Trotz isn't the coach of the Islanders. I may, I may say now that I'm still thinking about it, since it really hasn't crossed my mind since then. But um, yeah, I'm just hoping he has a. Uh, he's up to nine points in five games. Sorry, I'm all over the place here, but. He's looking, like a, he's looking like a gem, man. I hope he just keeps it up. People are very excited about him. Um, people are excited about William Dufour, too. Don't know how well his game is going to translate to the NHL. He's got a really long reach, but his stick is, like, super long, which works out for some players. I'm trying to give a good example of 
somebody with that. But it's just like he takes a long time to get a shot off, which is fine in juniors. But I think it's going to get closed down really quickly in the NHL. But maybe he'll 100%. make it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a problem. I, maybe they could change it. I don't know exactly how that's going to work out. But I mean, he's a QA, QMJHL player of the year. So I'm not going to complain about having that in the pipeline. Maybe somebody nope. should take a shot at him the deadline too if you want to improve the team. But it's nice to see Islanders prospects kind of performing well. I think they definitely, definitely need it um, given the current state of things. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. um, that pretty much wraps it up for all of like – yeah big news and big player news so so moving on to one of our Ugh. favorite topics near and dear to us it's I'm not going deep into it i'm not doing it's, it it's motherfucking jersey talk Ugh. um so we'll, we'll start off with the, the big news first if you've been living under a rock if you have been living under a rock and you don't know the motto of this podcast it, what is the motto of this podcast it's propane i don't know the third thing well, well, well oh, propane i don't know but i'm going with propane john taffer <laughs> oh of course and what the hell are we missing blasty oh blasty, blasty first. okay i like that fucking back <laughs> he's so back he's returning as the third jersey we'll have to see it he is so back yeah no I, i'm really i'm really happy to um I'm really, I'm really happy to see Blasty back in the in He's the mix. The not He's as, not as, not as a retro. Not as like, a, oh, we're only going to wear him a few times a year. No, 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 no. It's more, it's more than that. They're gonna, they're gonna be rocking Blasty for for a long time. Um, Love to see it. So, yeah, I'm at the third jersey now. I mean, I'm glad to see that he's back. He's our favorite for anybody who is new to the show. Um, we, we love the Blasty, th- the reverse retro, and honestly, the Flames look sick in them. So. You gotta respect. Yeah, it. it's it's a it's a really dope jersey. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what I texted you the other day. Uh, I can't it was find it. Else. I thought it was, it was in good. a I thought it was in a DM. I, I just searched propane on my phone and I can't find it. So I think it was in a DM, which is Maybe unfortunate. But I'll 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 let you um, <laughs> look for <laughs> it while through. while while I, while I talk about it. But yeah, no, Blasty is a really sick logo. I I don't know why. It's so sick. I don't know why it took the Flames this long to to bring him back, but I'm glad that they brought him back. Yeah. Um, and while Kevin's looking for this, there have been a couple other like leaks that have come out um, for the retro, uh, the reverse retros for this year. And again, we'll we'll do a, a huge episode. Yeah, our fully dedicated to, to to ranking these jerseys and 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 talking about them and and having a full discourse. But um, from what I've seen, the leaks so far, um, New Jersey is like. Have you seen like what's leaked from from theirs? It's I have really not strange. Seen that. I have not seen that one. So like you know the blues like that blue red oh. yellow jersey, propane blasty and Russian slander. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. For, okay, so we have four things that are the uh, that are the core the core the core four it's principles core of four. this podcast: blasty, propane, John Taffer, Russian slander. Um, so oh yeah. my oh uh, are they going with the scouts? Oh Jesus! Yeah, they're doing like some some oh, Kansas City no. like it's gonna be blue. It's gonna be like a white jersey. It's like mainly it looks like I think they're away jersey. Yeah, I, I see it, but it's like blue, yellow, <laughs> red. It's it's gross. It's it's really really gross. Um, <laughs> San Jose is doing a nod at like a jersey that's been in the NHL games for for like. As long as I've been playing um, the Seals, that's going to be a sick jersey. Oh, that's going to be so sick. That's Can't wait be to see that. So sick. That's going to be really nice. Um, Tampa's doing those 
I mean, some of them said, uh, I forget who said it, but it's like, I think someone said it's the ugliest jersey of all time. Um, it's it's like, oh, a, like it's like a, a lightning tree? logo, but like it has the yellow lightning strikes down the sleeves. I think it's kind of sick. <laughs> Everyone I've talked to was like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, dude, this is so sick. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to see what that one looks like. Um, yeah, that would be... Oh yeah, there it is. I kind of think it's sick. I I'm gonna say it. It's kind of sick. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 definitely... very cheesy and very '90s, but that's what I love about it. Yeah, it's got that old Tampa Bay logo. Uh, I mean, I hope they do it a little bit differently. I don't love the old jerseys where it's like kind of gray and then it goes to like the black sleeves with the lightning with like the yellow lightning and everything. But um, that could be really cool. Um, yeah. In terms of uh, other jerseys that suck. Um. Oh, what is what is what is it? What was the one I was just thinking? Oh, Chicago's. They're retro reverse. They're. That, I mean, that what's leaked. I really hope that's not what they are are gonna end up doing because that sucks. That jersey it probably sucks. is. I mean, I, I respect it, but it's not the best. As a, from what I've seen so far, I like Vancouver's. Um, the Lightnings are cool. Oh man, I'm loving what I'm seeing with this preview. Yeah, the Lightnings could be really sick uh, on ice. Um. What else we got here? Let's see. Let's see more replies. Um, Chicago sucks. New Jersey sucks. Uh, oh, the Oilers. They're going back to the navy blue ones with that love gear. It. So sick. Love the oil, that. The, the oil drop. I freaking love it. Yep. The Sharks are going back to, have, to the Seals. I used to have a shirt with that on it. I have no idea why I got it or where I got it, but I used to have a shirt with the oil drop on it. I think no, Sean, was it, was I think it Sean just like a, on the back. I was going to say, was it a jersey or was it just a um, – like just a logo jersey. I have like a no logo. idea why I had that, nor what. Why would I have a Sean Horkoff jersey? Sean Horkoff's um, hockey DD page isn't even loading up, which is sick. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> the San Jose, the 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 California Golden Seals. I mean, this jersey's it's it's so simple. It's just green, yellow seals on it. So sick. Congrats to Tampa Bay. But um, in, in, in not as big news. As Blassie's coming back, another motherfucking legend is coming back, and unfortunately, it's not going to have the teal wave on it. And I don't, I don't know why you're even doing it if it's not going to have the wave on it. But the motherfucking fishermen are back, baby. I love it. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do it the first time around and just got it over with. But they decided to do it this time around. I'm really upset they're they're not doing the teal wave, but. Uh, I, I really wish everyone could see Kevin's face and just the dismay. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm down, I'm down immensely. I mean, they're going with my like ag- my agenda, my propaganda, my it agenda worked. is is it through worked. the roof. Like it, it, I've been petitioning this for years. I think it's a little bit better than it has the. It's blue, orange, and white. I think the logo is kind of white, but. It's better without the teal, I think, a little bit, but it's still not great. Like, I love it, the teal. It looks, I like would, the, I would, it looks like the Gordon Fisherman guy from the Fish Sticks. That's a whole like, – like I said the other week, you cannot wear this against any team that has any juice against us. You're wearing this against the Coyotes, Predators. I don't care who you have to do, but it's just – I don't know. I'm not like – I'm just not going to ruin my day, but like it's just so stupid. I wish I would have went back to the orange, but it's just like – what was? The, I don't know where I was going with this. It's It's – uh, it's just a dark, dark period that people love to romanticize, but it's all right. They'll, we'll get over it. <laughs> so now we're just waiting for for the 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 boys in blue. Um, yeah, and we're not we're not talking about the police. Um, <laughs> 
to, to have their jerseys leak. Will it? Probably not. I don't even know what they're going to do. Um, we've speculated. I'm not going to go into speculating again. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to see what the Rangers come up with. I hope Me it's too. Cool. But um, so far, um, and, and I'd love to, I think when we do do our Jersey episode, it'll be important for me to listen back to hear what our original thoughts are, who were winners, who were losers uh, back when they did it the first time. I agree. And once we do our our tier rankings, our tier ranking, we'll see, you know, who was, did the losers remain losers? Did the guys who knocked it out of the park uh, drop the ball? Did they, you know, still do something cool, but not as cool as the first time around, you know, we'll, we'll have, um, I, I, the king did the kings yeah they just did like the um they did i know they did the purple and, and yellow but they didn't do um they didn't do anything crazy they just did like that cross logo correct like that that's what they did with yeah kind of like i that. have a feeling they're probably gonna do something with like purple gray black with like that crown logo um that's that's probably what the kings will do um in terms of like other teams and what they might do, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, Boston! I don't. Th- I think they had the the crackhead bear on their shoulder or something. Uh, they should definitely bring that back. Um, the Sabers will probably go with their old school logo, maybe black and red again. Um, but um, it's gonna be yeah, interesting. It's gonna be it'll interesting. Definitely, it'll definitely be interesting. Like. What is Montreal like? Montreal kind of yeah, kinda, they theirs kind of sucked. So it's like what? Are, they, like I'm expecting a lot from Montreal. I'm expecting a lot from Detroit. I'm expecting uh, a decent amount from New York. But they can't do um, anything though. They don't have anything to do. They have to like either. It's not really a reverse retro if you have no retro to go off of. Like they've had the same jersey. They're the original six. Like that's that's the struggle of it. You know. Yeah, I think the Rangers. I mean, it'd be cool if they did something like based off like the Americans. Like that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Detroit, yeah, I don't know what Detroit's going to do, you know, but um, I mean, I sent you a video or I talked about it a while ago. I don't know if we talked about it on pod, but there was like an episode, uh, there was a, like a 20 or 30 minute YouTube video that I watched of how oh, each yeah, yeah. team like yep. got like their logo or their team name and everything. Yeah. Um, so that that's like a good, you know, little uh, reference point for a lot of teams just to kind of you know you can delve into the history you know you got 100 you got 100 years of, of history and things you can you can you know yeah um you could pull from so it doesn't necessarily and you know we saw it last time it doesn't necessarily need to be like a retro jersey alternative we we did in the past True. like it was great if you did and i think a lot of teams didn't do that and they should like do the, it the second Detroit time around one with like gray like that's obviously not anything they did before so D- detroit's jersey though reminded me of like i think their centennial jersey they did oh, it was just yeah, like, it was just kind of like that white red it like mm. it just added gray to it. it it's it's it looked like a practice jersey it did not look very good i don't even i don't know if they wore it you know not i feel like none of the teams wore this at all but whatever yeah they made like a whole big stink about it and then each team i think only wore it like six times they're like here's the six games for wearing it like oh cool yeah. thanks yeah Probably not even, honestly. <laughs> Dude, um, one one last thing about Jersey talk. I don't think we discussed it, but um, or we might have. Uh, Adidas being done with we their deal. We did talk about it last um, time. Yeah. Once, once, uh, yeah, I know we mentioned it. So, yeah, crazy uh, that. Um, short-lived. They, yeah, but it's it short-lived, but also kind of crazy because it was like seven years flew by or seven years is going to fly by yeah, like that. That is, like, that is crazy. That is very so, crazy, actually. Um, seven years. 
I'm hoping Who somebody knows? else. The, the old hockey jerseys that they used to make were they were better. I, I think Adidas is more breathable, and I'm a big Adidas fan. But the old ones, I liked the Reebok. Bauer and Reebok were better. If they went back to Bauer, that'd be sick. Um, maybe have they? I don't have they ever done Nike. I don't think so. I could be wrong. I mean, I know Nike has. Guy. I know Nike's done some of the Olympic jerseys for at least Canada and the U.S. Yep. So I mean, like it would make sense, maybe. Especially since hockey is growing, um, to get Nike involved, um, they would definitely be way sleeker, um, and 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 Nike would definitely have to work on making the jerseys not as like slim, but um, we'll see what happens. And and yeah, and that essentially wraps up this episode. I think. I mean, I I got really nothing else because we're we're again in these dog days where there is yep, there's essentially not much to talk about. Like we're still like, at forty five minutes. <laughs> That is true. We, we we were able to, to to kill a good chunk of time, but um, yeah. you do number. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll we... probably not do an episode next week unless something nah. crazy happens. Like the Islanders, it. if the Islanders make their four moves, we'll hop on no. and, and we'll we'll do a crazy <laughs> like what just happened. Yeah, podcast. shocker! But you'll probably see us in, in two weeks, um, and by that time, I, training camp might begin. Who knows? Maybe, um, yeah. But um, with that, since we got no more real real things to talk about, I'll throw it over to you, Kevin, because your turn yes, to be of the week. Uh, randomized it up, got number 62. Only five players have worn it. Um, not number to see too often. Uh, first off, 1997, Steve Webb. Um, he played for them for another seven years after this, but I'm assuming he changed his number. Um, he actually came to my um, – Grade school when he was an alumni of the Islanders and did a little talk to us about hockey in the Islanders. My mom set it up, so kind of sick. I have a signed poster by Steve Webb at home, so kind of electric. Nice guy. Um, Ole Jokinen, Atu Ratu's coach. Love to see it. Wore it for one year in 2000 before he was very unceremonially, unceremoniously traded with Roberto Longo to the Florida Panthers. Good move there. Um, but he wore it. He wore a lot of numbers in his time, man. He played for a lot of different teams now that I'm looking at it. Um, but yeah, great career for Ole, 750 points, 1,231 games. I mean, wish more than worth the Islanders. That's okay. Um, Kevin Colley wore it in 2006 for 16 games, a whopping zero points, negative two with 52 penalty minutes. Really made the most of his time there. Jamie <laughs> Frazier wore it in 2009 for one game. Um, oh my God. He played 11 minutes. Fair enough. That's not bad. And <laughs> Greg Malden wore for also one game in 2010. How many minutes did he play that game? No, oh, 10, 10 2 Wound up playing 36 NHL games, some with Columbus. Well, get this. He plays with Columbus for six games in 03-04. Doesn't sniff the NHL to one game in 09-10 with the Islanders. And then comes back again in 11-12 with Columbus, uh, Colorado. Excuse me. So what a journey, man. Um, kind of a lame number of the week, but I'm happy Steve Webb is on there because he's the GOAT. And it's great that I'm on problems at my school. Um, had to dress up as like a goalie. It was like a race to got to see who like dressed up as a goalie first. So that was kind of sick. But I still have that poster signed. So uh, that's the number of the week. And I think we can wrap it up from there. We uh, I think we made the most of our news. I mean, still didn't have much after three weeks. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, if we if we want to do some Spurs talk, great draw by by Tottenham this past weekend. <laughs> Uh, absolutely just crushed all Chelsea fans' souls. So, uh, Ruby, if you're listening to this, suck on that. Hope you enjoy the point. Uh, I know I did. Um, was, that, was that what the, 
the handshake at the end, or is that a different team? Oh yeah, that was, that was the handshake. That game, that game was absolute shithousery. I mean, yeah, I, I um, saw, I heard about what happened, but it, yeah, I mean, there was just so much that game. It was just, it was just absolute madness. Uh, we're in for, we're in for a treat this, this, uh, this <laughs> season in the Prem. But um, yeah, and that's that's the soccer corner for the week. Um, but yeah, now we'll wrap <laughs> it up. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, shorter episode but you know it's it's still relatively long so yeah not even we do pretty good live with it um (laughs) uh god i haven't done this forever okay make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all podcast platforms that we're on we're on stitcher i believe uh google (laughs) podcast that's what you start with we're on on stitcher let's pump the stitcher numbers all right (laughs) don't don't listen to this on spotify don't don't stitcher. support that company support stitcher so uh, apple podcast stitcher, uh, stitcher, like stitcher apple podcast spotify uh anchor google podcast we're on all those so make sure you're listening on, on, on them <laughs> listen once listen twice listen three times if this is a fun episode listen to it three times pump the numbies um yeah, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave uh, a five star review. Uh, 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 yeah, five star rating and leave us a nice little review um, that helps the podcast grow. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at From Broad to Bell. Uh, you know the drill. We're always saying, you know, tweet at us. You know, questions and all this stuff. You know, it, it, we're bored. We want people. <laughs> we want to talk to people. We, we you know, if you, if you bring up something interesting in our DMs or just through Twitter. We'll talk about it on the podcast. We got nothing else to discuss. I mean, exactly. I mean, we're 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 begging for content here. We're really <laughs> scraping at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, the barrel um, cannot be any more at the bottom at this point. We're morsels, people. Morsels. Um, Talking about the yeah, fireplace, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you subscribe. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks, unless the Islanders make those those four transactions. So, so two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be here in two weeks. Uh, thanks for nothing, Lou. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Uh, Kevin, you got anything else? No, sir. All right. Thank you. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace. Thank you.